Yora. You stand over High King Menno, the last king of Usar. And the city has been coming to life uh, long before this, but now we are fully getting into the business hours of the day. You are still in the poorest district of the city, not that you know that, uh, and you are drawing looks less than you would if there was a floating apparition cloak next to you, and certainly less since you are standing in this alleyway, but nevertheless, you are a very striking form. You are how many feet tall? Well, I originally said eight, and then you said nine, so kind of, I want to go with nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's nine too much. And then you were uh, like, you're like nine feet. And I was like, all right, nine's nine's enough. <laughs> I guess you're nine feet tall. Let's yeah, go. this is Conan. We're talking like, um, The muscly sinews. And uh, your your rotting rags belie your just powerful statuesque form. Ma'at casually watches as people walk by a, a, a small foot pad, cut purse, no more than probably 11, looks at you in the alleyway and then pretends not to notice, which is a useful survival skill in Baran Uwe. And Ma'at says, You still garner some attention. I trust your judgment, Ma'at. Thy visage I may change. Do not make me look like that. No. It upset thee. I do not wish to upset thee. I should not like that. Uh, with my high perception, did I see anyone that looked happy? Happy? Yeah. Just like... People? Yeah. Besides the kids who are probably not... No, not many, like, smiley, happy things. It's, it's definitely not that kind of culture, and I feel like there, with that perception, there, there is definitely, like, a tension in the air, yeah. uh, a feeling of, um, uh, of unease and unrest uh, uh, that is to be expected in a city like this where there are dangers everywhere. And certainly most of the things that you notice when you lumber by are, oh, my God, she's nine feet tall, and then the hurried, like, switching of gazes not to look at you because they don't want to die. I wish to look like him, and I point to the dead king. <laughs> Tis a blasphemy. And then <laughs> uh, this, this figure points at you, and you look at, as the beggar. Healthy, though, not uh, in, in the, the very poor, sort of almost rotting state. My liege, that was a joke. I understand now. We must bury him far to the north. It is for this reason that I have employed you. How do you propose we get him north? I do not know. I follow the line. I do not arrange for travel. I suppose there are vehicles, such as boats which go on the sea, or perhaps a caravan, horses. I have seen wagons. These things can convey us across vast distances. This I have learned. Would I carry him for now? Yes, I cannot. Cool. I pick him up and carry him. You have a disgusting, like, starting oh, well, to putrefy. She's going to throw this corpse over her shoulder. That looks just like her. This does not look suspicious. That was another joke. We must find the bastard. Lead on. And Ma'at leads you off into the city of Baran Uwe. <laughs> Let's cause some mayhem. Just a couple of just a couple of simple folks. Oh, you don't make it easy on your poor old DM. Uh, <laughs> thank God for it. McGowan. The city is on high alert. 
the screams and yells and orders from whence you came up the avenue in the mercantile district of Baran Ue uh, uh, ring out and are somehow echoed and matched from various other streets within the city. You hear the clash of blades off to the east. You hear shouts and demands and slamming doors to the south. And everywhere you see the glint of light off of armor and spear points before perhaps ducking into an alleyway to let a contingent of the purple-sashed witch hunters walk by. What do you do? I think that at some point, if I haven't already, uh, depending on how long I've been running around, if anybody's got clothes on the line or anything like that, if there's just an abandoned cloak that I can throw over myself and just have more of a, a beggarly appearance, obscure my face and my body. I think a beggar walks by with a, a traveling cloak mm -hmm. uh, and, and asks you for alms, asks you for change. I, I will give you a piece of gold for that cloak. And he takes it right off and, and, and it holds it in his hand and then he looks down and he says, two gold. I just hold up the one piece of gold and say, the cloak. Persuasion check. <laughs> Uh, two gold. <laughs> <laughs> and he gleefully uh, pockets more money than he's Three made in gold. weeks uh, in, in exchange for this ratty traveling cloak. Like a year's ration. It's, it's just, <laughs> <is>. <laughs> and you throw it on over yourself. What's your plan? If there are the sounds of soldiers and uh, there are the witch hunters to the east and to the south, you said? Yes. I think... Uh, the McGowan is going to try to make his way out of the city to the north. To the north? Yeah. Are you being stealthy in any particular way in addition to the cloak? How are you moving? Definitely trying to stick to alleys mm -hmm. and such. Uh, if I can obscure myself as much as possible. Yeah, I'm just really trying to keep an eye out as much as I can. Being very cautious as I move. At this point, trying not to draw any more attention to myself. Yeah. Um, I think that if I am in an alley... As I'm going around, I will put up my stony appearance as I've now got the cloak to obscure myself. But if I have to at any point go through a populated area, I'll drop it. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I am alone and there's nobody bystander-wise to see me, I've got that up as a just-in-case measure. Mm -hmm. I think you sidle north. Uh, give me a basic dexterity stealth check. <laughs> 14. 14. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, and I think you sort of keep a low profile, much more than skulking in shadows and such. Mm -hmm. It is just to avoid attention in a pretty, I think, deft way. Yeah. Um, to travel with Peaky to the Altair, like hands together. Yes. <laughs> you walk in a particularly placed group of three NPCs. <laughs> um, and you are beginning to pick your way north. Hey, sneak. That is exactly what sneaking is. That's the way to sneak, baby. That's what sneaking is. You you put the newspaper. What is the thing I did as Nikolai? Oh, yeah, just you, put the newspaper in front of my face and just, just completely uh, disappear. Yep. Um, T-pose. Right, T-pose. Out of existence. Out of existence. Um, I should not like that. And you <laughs> walk north. Uh, and I think you'll find from your blacksmithy up that avenue, you are sort of tending, as most of these roads do, towards the main central plaza where mm -hmm. the great temple of Tijem resides. Dijem, was that who Adem was talking about earlier? Dijem. It is the majority religion of this city. Okay. If you want to know anything about the political structure or, or the religion or whatever questions you might find pertinent, please let me know. Um, and we can either roll a history check or I'll just tell you if it's something you'd already know. Yeah. Uh, Tijem, I assume, a very strongly anti-magic deity. It's split. 
Okay. You're not sure, but there is uh, a conflict even within uh, the religion itself. If you want to roll, that would be a religion check specifically. Cool. 13. Certainly the more important information is that there is danger from the, this religion towards like magic users. Mm-hmm. But uh, you do remember hearing that there are different factions and they sort of settle on the two children of the king, of the bishop of Baron Ue. King and bishop being sort of interchangeable titles. Uh, that would be Prince Usman and the child whose name you can't remember. Mm. Usman is the witch hunter. Yes, that was what I... I remember him. <laughs> I think you've met him once. He was in parade regalia and you were at some sort of uh, function where you just stood by as the king's train walked through and his two sons followed behind. So I'd I'd probably crafted armor for some of the higher ups at the event. Certainly. Yeah. This is so like Persian slash Babylonian and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was going for. Sort of proto-Christianity, sort of proto-Judaism and then with the mixtures of uh, the Persian Cool. Just knowing that then, uh, so I, Jonah, have more of an idea of my surroundings and what we're doing. I definitely want to try to stay on the outskirts. Like, I don't want to bust through that big old square if I can help it, if there's a way around. Certainly. And as you approach up this avenue, uh, you definitely hear the sounds of some sort of procession. Now it is not the sounds of armor and and swords being drawn and clashes or shouting and orders and orders being obeyed or disobeyed. It is certainly more the sound of stamping rhythmic marching and some sort of uh, uh, salute and then a call, a trumpet, and then another salute and then the stamping and the marching. Some sort of procession is going on in uh, the square itself. And as you elect to sort of find a route around it, you are drawn instead towards a sort of side, uh, a, a plaza away from, and it is still within the mercantile district. We're getting more towards like the clothiers and the uh, the, the the furriers, and mm-hmm. the sort of people that are responsible for non-armor based clothing. The furries. The furries. Yes. <laughs> Do I have any other contacts within the city? People I'm familiar with, uh, who I'm on good terms with in this area or any that's on my trajectory out. I think you mentioned that there was a, a lady blacksmith that you uh, enjoyed the company of from time to time. Hi, Rose. I, I think she is... Oh, my God. Rose, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you said it in the group chat. Do you want to go back to Yora now? In a second. Um, <laughs> yes. And I think you remember that she perhaps is along the way uh, uh, towards this this area that you are... Uh, this bent that you were taking around. It is going to be even more out of the way to going north. Mm-hmm. You're definitely going now more west. Cool. I'm still on my regular trajectory, but just so I know if shit starts popping off and I feel like I need to divert or anything, I'm just having her place in mind as a sort of plan B. Certainly. Yeah. Back to Yora, because you displeased me. <laughs> <laughs> it displeases uh, I think unless you decide to do something else, Ma'at is going to be leading you through the city on the, these winding, crazed, sort of jungled passageways. And you are garnering more and more looks and attention from people, especially as uh, Yora, rather, um, Ma'at is unable to pick up the ends of the chains. You just look like a very willing slave in these chains, carrying your dead twin through the streets after your very amiable slave master. You're very serene and calm slave master. <laughs> Listen. I think it's going to take some sort of, like, performance check to keep up this facade. Um, <laughs> unless you wanted to say, listen, and do something else. 
I don't think she would. <laughs> I love it. Play that character, man. I think she's just following his lead. I think she kn- thinks he knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> performance. Okay. Okay. Eight. <laughs> I think the dice are speaking to the truth of the story. I think so as well. It seems that way. My last three rolls have been shit, but I think they have been that way for a reason. Uh, it is getting on more towards noon as you, you are wending your way north ways through the city after Ma'at, who at one point stops, reorients, and walks down a street that they were not intending to, uh, it seems, from their previous trajectory. And at a certain point, you are entering the more higher rent area. But people are wearing nicer clothes. There are armed guards walking around in metal and armor and shining uh, chainmail with purple sashes. And uh, you're getting a lot more looks. Um, a lot, lot, lot more looks. And at a certain point, a guard with a short purple plume uh, stops you and says, uh, stops actually Ma'at, your master, and says, <laughs> Talk to yourself, Joe. Talk to yourself. Oh, man. Go around. Go around. Guard business in progress. Go around. And Ma'at says, I should not like that. My business is over there. I must find the bastard. <laughs> and the guard says, uh, The bastard that killed my brother. <laughs> Persuasion check. Yes. Let's go! Advantage because uh, there's a dead body. <laughs> I think that's more confusing. <laughs> So, Advantage because it looks just like me, and I said, brother? That's one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the dice dictate the story. I love this. Uh, mm, what to, will you do with freedom? Time to stock it up. <laughs> just fuck it right up. I think uh, the, oh the this, this younger guard with this short plume, definitely not the full peacock feather, uh, says, I don't care who your business is with. This is guard business. The man who killed your... Wait. Wait, drop that body. Put the body down. Fayal? And uh, he calls over another guard. Cool. Uh, I think he he brandishes his spear, putting it right down in the dirt, butt down, uh, and doesn't look forward, just sort of waits as Ma- Ma'at serenely uh, folds their fingers. Uh, and you place your identical twin down in the dirt. Um, the flies and the smell is is <laughs> really something. It's not weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> uh, this is a dead beggar that has been sitting out. And furthermore, oh, but under oranges. Mm. Do you still have your orange? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I I think she does. Just sort of tucked somewhere. Citrusy Uh, notes to this corpse. uh, I think. (laughs) I think Fayal comes over. What? What is it? Your brother? You say this is your brother. Aye, he's my brother. Your brother. Aye. Your twin brother. Aye. Persuasion check. (laughs) It was already a one, but. Hey! Hey! That's a twenty. You're kidding me. This is 17 plus 3. Good thing. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, we just needed to say it was his twin. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> the, the moment of uncanniness passes over this guard. And then I think he buys it. Uh, and he says, never mind, Fayal. And he it's says, it's a fucking busy day. <laughs> it's a busy day. But they, they definitely, I'll say that they, they seem to be on the alert. Uh, they turn back to um, Ma'at and say, 
you you cannot pass through, but Ma'at is already walking past. I think this is going to be that one that I'm passing. And the guard instantly bars with a, a, a rifle butt to the chest, and it passes directly through Ma'at's chest. Oh. And the guard, just in shock, drops his weapon and begins to holler. Witches! A witch! Witchcraft! And all of a sudden, we are in some sort of fight. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, roll for initiative. Amazing. That's a five. My brother's dead. I, I am not associated with this person. <laughs> First in the order, Ma'at, who I think did not notice the rifle butt pass through their chest, <laughs> who continues to walk down the alleyway into the mercantile district, puzzled at the shouts of the guards looking over their shoulder, fingers steepled, uh, and continues to walk down and turn around as if waiting for you. Next in the order is these two guards, and one of them is going to scramble closer to Ma'at, spear outstretched, ready to to stab at if there's another movement, and the second guard is going to hold you on point with the spear. They're both holding actions, essentially. Raise my hands up. I think you just missed. <laughs> Don't know what that voice was, but <laughs> I think you missed. I'm just gonna surrender. Uh, Ma'at- I was told to not do violence. I should not like this. I have no time for this. I serve the king of Usar and raises a, uh, a hand uh, from that steepled thing and a thin blue light streaks from it towards the guard that is holding you on point. There it is. Now we are... Uh, You're in it now. Now we're in it. You're in it now. We were in it long before. We're just in a constant state of being in I'm it. I'm officially about to enter it. True. Wink. The sound of dolorous bells fills the air, and the guard that is holding you on point uh, clutches his head and and uh, doesn't drop to his knees, but is is sort of shunted off to the side, feeling some sort of ringing pain in the in their ears, uh, letting out a shout. And all of a sudden, this uh, the guard that holds Maat on 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 point leaps out. And again, the spear passes directly through Ma'at's chest, who says, I should not like this. Go away. I am on business to the king of Usar. And it is back in the order to you. Quick, quick question. Yes. Are we just in a main street? Yes. Shouts are beginning to ring out as- so there's people just watching. There are now people beginning to turn their heads in this mercantile, more uh, busy district, and there is definitely more of a commotion now. Less so than blood and explosions, boy, over here, but the fact of bells uh, being heard. There, there, There is not the shouts of witchcraft yet. I don't think anybody but the guards have noticed that Ma'ad is not corporeal. Cool, but, cool, cool. Yeah. Then uh, I'm going to pick up dead, dead king, toss him on my shoulder with my... Uh, 600 pound push drag lift weight. Okay. <laughs> Too strong. And my 300 pound carrying capacity. How <laughs> strong? Too strong. And just start running towards Mod. And I'm, I'm going to dash to him, or just I'm going to run to him with 40 feet of movement and then hold my action to dash with him in a direction. The two attacks of opportunity that uh, come slashing at your backs as uh, the, the the guard who has been clutching his head uh, regains, spins it around towards your torso, but you are gone, booking it right past. Secondly, the one who <laughs> was swinging at Ma'at, confused, uh, goes to swing at you, wonders if you are also incorporeal and uh, just ends up missing straight as you run right past. And you are rushing past these two confused shouting guards. 
towards, it seems, another uh, 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 commotion off to the north. <laughs> Joan, I'm bringing a whole party. <laughs> Don't uh, even worry about it. Hell yeah. As you walk north towards the northern part of town to leave, you, you come across a plaza that is all that separates between you you and the next main avenue, the next artery north, away from the, the ceremonial plaza where you heard the marches and orders and salutes. And here, there is a sound of commotion as there are multiple groups of guards smashing against uh, wooden doors, uh, trying to kick people down and, and pull people out. Uh, what do you do as you sort of arrive here at the southern end of this uh, plaza? So we're on this lovely map that Joe has made now, listeners. So let me just take a second. So I'm on the southern end of this. I'm still trying to make my way north. And so if I go straight through here, like straight through here is the way out of the city. Yes. Cool. As I come, keeping to the shadows and to the sides and the alleys as much as I can, is there anywhere that I can see that would provide me like a way up to rooftops out of sight? Absolutely. Cool. Uh, so there is a carpet stand here. Uh, it's it's wares being slowly uh, and subtly Indiana pushed Jones? to the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pushed to the side as this uh, wary shopkeeper is watching uh, two guards to the northern side of the street and two guards to the southern side of the street uh, trying to bust their way into houses, rapping uh, with, with warrants outraised. It is smaller than and, and shorter than the buildings that are directly next to it. So you could technically try to climb onto the carpet stand and then from there leap to the building and pull yourself up. There are various um, decorative crenellations and, and parts of these buildings as we are in the mercantile district. The size differential between like the top of this carpet cart and the roofs. I, the short dwarf, could still get up this? Not to the roof, but you could leap to a uh, uh, a ledge, a window ledge that has been carved into the crenellation of this market square building. You would be about halfway up if you leapt from carpet stand to building. Cool. And then there's another place for me to be able to try to climb up. It from. would require like an act of athleticism. Are the buildings made of like a stone and earthy material, clay? Like yeah, I, I imagine uh, the nicer ones are made out of carved sandstone or, or even in the very nicest ones, wood. Uh, mm. And but uh, mostly it is a stone or a stucco material. Cool. I want to, if that's the case, go around to the backside of this carpet cart, mm -hmm. trying to stay out of sight of any of these guards, mm -hmm. and try to climb up. Great. Uh, I think you can make it to the carpet cart and pull yourself up on top of it without any particular rolls. You now cool. stand atop it, and it is a bit of a daunting jump to get to the building to its side. Go ahead and make an athletics roll to jump. I'm going to jump, and if this is a earthen building that I am oh, jumping yeah. into, out. then I'm going to like be prepared to, if I am about to beef it, like I'm going to grab in it and try to like mold earth to like dig my hands I love into that. it to get a handhold. Yeah, let's see. Is it athletics? Yes. 17. Oh, yeah. You easily uh, clear this small space. Toss me! And uh, <laughs> with, with an amount of grace, uh, catch yourself on the ledge. Your hand posed to dig deep into the earth of the wall, not necessary. Cool. It might be to climb the remaining 10 or so feet to the rooftop. You hear one of the doors finally kick through. A woman screaming is dragged from her front door as you peek around this corner calling for help as neighbors and passersby look on who offer shouts and curses, but no help. 
as the purple-sashed soldiers call for gags and chains, calling witch, witch, sorceress, witch. So what do you do? So there, there's still some uh, building to climb, mm-hmm. and uh, this scene that I've just described is taking place on the street below. Not, nobody has noticed you. Great. If nobody's noticed me, I am not going to draw attention to myself. If there's a big citywide crackdown, uh, McGowan is trying to make it out alive. Go ahead and give me an athletics roll if you're going to climb up the rest of the building. 24. Easily. Easily. You Do, do you want to use some magic? Or do you just, is that how you imagine it, that you're sort of cupping, like, handholds for yourself? Or do you just scamper up? I think he just scampers up. At this point, he's only going to use the magic if he has to. For sure. Just in case. And but I th- if, he, if he can do it without, then let's do it without. I think you find yourself on the roof of this building, keeping low. It is at this point that Ma'at is pulling you further north and north, and you are beginning to hear now the sounds of this clamoring uh, on the other end of a dark alleyway. The bastard is very near. He will be required to lay the king of Usar to rest. And you begin to see this scene. This woman being hauled out and the guards calling for gags and chains. The woman is fighting and fighting back. And though the neighbors are looking down from second story windows and, and shouting curses at the, at the, at the guards, uh, none of them seem to be working forward to help. But the woman continues to struggle, continues to struggle, until finally, uh, frustrated, this guard pulls out his scimitar and with the butt of it cracks her on the head. She falls to the ground and the soldiers begin to wind chains around her arms and legs and a gag around her mouth. Ma'at is beginning to walk serenely through. Just following Ma'at. And you do. And Violence is not new. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Ma'at walks out into the center of the square and (laughs) this this is why the bastard is required. This specific thing right here. Oh my god. Uh, Someone would be like, this is not a good idea. Stops for a second. Are you peeking over the ceiling? I think so, yeah. Uh, with the scene that was going on, I think that he would, as he's trying to, if there's any sort of dust or anything, any mm-hmm. sort of loose amount of clay, he's trying to put some of that on the cloak so if he moves forward, he can sort of hopefully blend into the rooftops a little bit more. Interesting, yeah. Self-camo. Uh, self-camo. Yeah, um, yeah the, absolutely. You, and, and looking over, you, you see this scene of the woman be knocked unconscious, this man, very serene look, steepled fingers, walks directly, almost directly into the shoulder of the guards who begin to shout and, and, and you know say, back off, this is temple business. This portly man directly turns and swivels and looks you directly in the eye and says, ah, the bastard, your help is required. And then the explosion hits. <laughs> this woman is engulfed in flame and cold. The guards are hurled backwards and Ma'at disappears in front of your eyes. A horrible sound. The woman rises, eyes sightless, <laughs> blood dripping from her jet black hair where she was hit, mouth working silently beneath the gag, arms in chains reaching to the sky. These two guards call, witch, witch, the guard! And he is silenced as the woman, as in a dream, claps her hands within her bounds. A gnawing, chewing, chattering, ripping onslaught of noise. The cold intensifies. The heat intensifies. Dust begins to swirl around as every neighbor begins to shut their doors, calling and crying out, uh, hiding from what must be about to come. Uh, Oh, Uh. God. 
Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Bound. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. I got to use my new metal dice the last time we recorded Bound, and man, it feels so good to play a dwarven blacksmith and have those hefty polyhedrons in hand. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QUESTCO at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. I've seen that there have been some folks using our code. Thank you so much. That really helps us out. And when you get those dice, or if you've got them already, go on and send us some pics. We would love to see what you get. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please uh, consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at The Quest Company. You can also hang out with us in our Discord that we have for both Questco and Questco Jr. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. I'd like to thank Joe Lytus for running the game and editing this episode, along with all the artists whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Akash Gandhi for the song Eyes of Glory. Thanks to Kai Engel for the song Disciples of Steel. Thank you to Blue Dot Sessions for the song Ultima Thule. Thank you to JVNA for the song Demon. Thank you to Daniel Birch for the song Danger Drone. Thank you to Cryosyncope for the song The Other Side. Thanks to Hudson for the song Foreboding Times. Thank you to Doug Maxwell for the song Tribal War Council, Sibs for the song Tribal Affair, Roz Call for the song Come and Get Me, and Kios for the song The Charon, Ambient Sound by TabletopAudio.com. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company. Six small figures are surrounding the woman who levitates above the dirt and the blood and the sand below her. One is a shifting figure of smoke from a billowing fire. 
another one of black rock rippling with blood red heat dropping magma which sizzles into the sand below. One is a miniature sandstorm and is the cause of this sort of whipping of dust in this plaza. One of them is a dripping figure coated in sludge and the last is a a skeletal, delicate looking, icy, snowy white. They ring around the woman and for a second they are calm and staring directly at her and then as though a spell breaks, she slumps to the ground and these six things remain. Roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Wasted. <laughs> Wasted that natural 20. Did you natural 20 on that? <laughs> yes, on initiative. Yeah, hell yeah, though. Uh. McGowan. Oh, shit, that was a real one. Oh, okay. And I think that he probably had taken down his stony appearance because he was in a heavily populated area so he's gonna put that back up before he does anything else and you know equip well I guess he wouldn't really be able to equip the axe and the shield and then climb down so he'll do that and then start making his way down the fast way or the athletics check way do the athletics check way 23 Excellent. Uh, I think you hop down with minimal effort. Now that I'm down there, ready my shield and my axe in just a defensive position, backed up against this building. Backed up against this building. I have a question. Yes. Does Yora still look like the king? No. Hell yeah. As soon as this figure disappears, Uh, Yora in all of her glory flickers back into existence. That's a large woman. Yora, what do you do? Hither came Yura, black hair and sullen-eyed. Now that Maat is not here, she's, I think, going to just silently, I suppose I can do violence. (laughs) Um, The the guard that's on the ground here, did he have a weapon? Uh, That one was uh, uh, occupied with tying up. His spear lies on the ground next to him. He he has chains in his hands as he rolls, uh, uh, I think. But so I could conceivably get to his spear? Yes. 20, 20, 25, 30. Mm-hmm. spear there. You yeah. are armed with a spear. Yeah, I let's it's go. One d six, one handed. One d eight, two handed. And it's ranged as well. I am looting. There you go. Welcome to the club. Never out of necessity, Jonah. Uh, cool. Well, then I'm gonna just pick that up and like my chains are just like fucking loose. <laughs> so like whatever. Fucking metal. Uh, so I'm just gonna like. Pull the spear over two-handed and jam it into the one next to me. Not the guard, the, the, the little the boy. dude next to me. Uh, the uh, can I rage first? Bonus yes. action rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so, it is. So well, you, I didn't want to forget. I would like to rage. You fly into a rage, and uh, after saying, oh, I guess I could do violence, go to pick up a spear, <laughs> and the... The, the sludge, this this small creature of sludge just glorping and florping uh, next to you <laughs> looks right up at you. Go ahead and give me a roll. Reckless. Reckless attack. That's advantage. 19 plus 7. That is gonna nope, hit. No, plus 8. Holy shit. Um, it's a D8, correct? That's mm-hmm. what we said? Uh, it, yeah, it's a yes. D8. Mm-hmm. 11 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Boom. I'm gonna make that second attack with it, just like a stab and then just go for another stab. Like that, like, uh, yeah. like that cool, like, cha with the spear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody knew what I was doing physically. Absolutely. <laughs> In the meat space, we all know. A 19? Yeah, that's going to hit. Damn it. Nine points of damage with the second one. Oh, man. You stab it, I think, directly through the center, 
pull it out instantly and stab it through the throat. And both uh, entry wounds just sort of belching that, that ugly, oil, dark, mud slick. That is going to be your turn as this thing sort of gurbles up at you. These two guards, let's find out what they do. I have your spear, homie. No, these two. Oh! So there's another two that have just sort of been watching in horror, shouting, witch, witch, the guard. Guess who's not using magic? They both passed their checks and are going to run towards this uh, one to that and one to this. Now, which two element ones are these guys? That one is the the sort of one that looks like lava and, and, and magma peeking through dark stone. And this one here is uh, made of uh, just just billowing black smoke with a, mm. an orange ember center. Cool. That's a natural one. And that second one is going to hit. Okay, so <laughs> the one going after the smoke is going to bring his spear directly through, almost emboldened by your charge, and uh, try to run it through the center. And the th- the smoke around this thing, this, this chittering imp, this sort of laughing hyena hysterical imp, the smoke darkens for a second, and he just begins to thrust wildly into it. And suddenly it is on him and it is on his chest, pushing him to the ground. Oof. You begin to hear uh, screams and chokes as the smoke begins to envelop through his nostrils <laughs> and, and, and throat. The one that looks like a lava rock just bleeding through with that orange through that those, those craggy rocks uh, is going to take a spear uh, and it chips actually up against the, the shoulder of this little thing and it begins to <laughs> robotically uh, move as it its mouth opens in a silent uh, yell of pain. And that brings us right to these things. This smoke thing, sitting on top of the chest of this guard, you see it rear back in its smoke cloud, and then the smoke darkens, and there's a sound of as it begins to rip and tear at this guard. That is going to hit, and you begin to hear uh, the the choking screams of this guard and the the sounds of just tearing and chewing and, and slashing. (laughs) Uh, And this magma is going to move right here, inhale, (laughs) and with a sound like, like, like toothpaste being squeezed from the biggest molten lava toothpaste tube. A a, a yogurt gogurt, gotta gab my yogurt. uh, (laughs) You hate to see that. You hate to see that gogurt. of, Of fire blasts forward in a 15 foot cone, setting fire to this cart to the doorway. I could use that cart. And everybody inside of that has to make a dexterity check. That guy's down on the ground. I think he has disadvantage. Uh, I can see this, correct? Yes. Cool advantage. Danger sense. Barbarian danger sense. 17. You pass. You take five points of fire damage. Halved. Halved. Bear totem. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, halved, halved. Uh, this guard does not do so well. well are we saying that that's a th- that's three, right? You round up. Yeah. God damn it! I just realized you're a bear barbarian, a bear barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> has nothing to do with bears. Nope. Certainly. Um, <laughs> what does it look like when you rage? Uh, Is it just pure human like killing I have machine? Bandages on, so nothing different. Oh. I think just like yoked out more. Fuck yeah. Right. Like uh, just that like vein just, like, sticking out. Yeah. 
this guard who who chipped his spear against the magma-looking thing uh, is just engulfed in flames, and he begins to scream and 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 pat at his at his armor as he is catching fire. This creature of steam uh, with gouts and, and rivulets of steam pouring off it left and right is going to focus its steam for a second around itself and then you see it vibrate and there are suddenly three of it in, uh. in a concentric circle and they begin to twirl and, and glisten and move in the, in the noonday sunlight and drift over towards you, McGowan. Hmm. <laughs> The, the three of them actually begin to dance around you. And, oh my god. <sighs> hell I don't yeah. like talking this much. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. These two, made of dust and ice, these two creatures uh, enveloped in their various elements, uh, zigzag crazily off to the second floor of this building and this building, respectively, breaking through windows, and you begin to hear shouts and screams from inside. <laughs> Next in the order is McGowan. Okay, so there's one that's just around me right now. Yes. Okay. It are, there are three shifting shapes of the same thing, this this rivulets of steam pouring off. Okay. And there are how many of these things total? Six? Six. McGowan is going to survey the situation, see that these things are causing a whole big ruckus, and is going to attempt to slow them. Up to six creatures of your choice... Uh, in a 40-foot cube within range, each of them must succeed on a wisdom save or be affected for the duration. Awesome. So that would be the magma, the steam, the smoke, and the sludge one. Can I still, can I see either the ones that like went in through windows or anything? Or no, are they totally they obscured? They smashed into buildings and are now obscured. Okay. That is going to be an 11 for all. Will not do it. Cool. So they are slowed. Yes, so all of the creatures that are affected have a minus two penalty to their AC and deck saves. They cannot use reactions. Ooh. And on their turns, they can only use an action or a bonus action, not both. Interesting. If they attempt to cast spells with a casting time of one action, they have to do a little thing. I don't know if they're casting spells or not, but if they do, nice. we, can, we can get to that. Aren't they only allowed to take one attack, though, too? Uh, yes, regardless of its abilities or magic items, it cannot make more than one melee or ranged attack during their turns. Oh, that's awesome. Slow is a six spell. Yeah, so. Slow and haste. What does this look like as you sort of summon this up from inside of your sorcerer's blood? I think that it is him just trying to assert control and dominance over the elements that these things are made of. He has the power of the mountain. He, he's forcing, trying to bend them to his will to I slow them. love it. That is exactly what it is. You begin to feel them each in your mind as though they were uh, pieces on a chessboard, and you try to manipulate them all at the same time. And you do for these four that you uh, see within this 40-foot cube. Next in the order is going to be is... Also, did he get hit by the... Fire? Yes, he took damage. Oh, cool. cool. Yes. Uh, I was just curious. I yeah. didn't know if they were, like, uh, immune to each other. I, I think the fire uh, injures it, and it sort of begins to, in the same way that the, the fire got doused by earth, the, mm -hmm. this earth is beginning to assert itself over the fire, gouting out from these wounds and, and burning uh, this, this heart sludge. Uh, it is beginning to look more and more black and green and, and all these other other uh, uh, colors within this awful oily sheen. And I think it is going to uh, leap directly at your chest and begin to pummel you and, and sort of try to envelop you with its muddy bunches of oats. <laughs> ah, muck. Uh, Come on, muck. That is not going to do it. Uh, eight to hit? No. 
how do you keep it at bay? It's 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 trying. And I maybe think, it's coming, and it's just the spear just, point, like bringing the spear back in front of it, <clears throat> and like drawing it off to the side. Off to the side. Off to the side, and you can tell it is addled in some way by this magical spell. Yora, your turn. I will reckless attack the thing in front of me. That's a natural 20. Oh, roll that damage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Give me that eight. Give me a good roll. Oh, my God. Oh, there comes Yora. <laughs> uh, eight doubled, 16, Ooh. plus two for rage is 18, plus five for strength. <laughs> It's 23 damage on the first. Pincushion it. What would you like? Oh, I just want to, since I parried it down to the ground, I'm just going to curb stomp it. You curb stomp it. Yes. It's like smack under the under the, the bare foot. It bursts underneath your feet. Let's go. Dexterity saving throw. Let's go. Can I see it? Yes. Uh, I'm always going to check with that. <laughs> Danger sets. 21. Oh my god. This this heart sludge of all different oily, awful sheen of colors tries to envelop at you, and you feel it actually trying to grab at you. It feels like this mud is attempting to restrain you. But hither come Yora. <laughs> Can we just make it a strength thing? Yeah. It's not a dex, it's just, just like, foot out, foot out, and you are absolutely unrestrained by this thing. Uh, next in the order is this guard. Hold up. Hold up, Daddy. Oh, that's that was only right. one attack. Second attack. Beat. That oh. was only one attack. Thank you for stopping me. Who's the next closest boy? Probably the guard on boy. the ground and or the magma, just stomping. Hither come. Boom, boom, boom. Second attack goes to him. Mm-hmm. A sixteen. That is going to hit. Nice, nice. I was like, surely a sixteen with a minus two to their AC. Twelve damage on the first. Oh my god. And because I critted and or killed something. Oh my great god. Great weapon master, third attack for bonus action. Oh my god, yes. do it. Yes. That's an 11. It's gonna hit. Yes! Oh, okay. Debuff. Uh, I, I think it dodges, it, it goes to move, but it just moves as though underwater. Yeah. Go uh, ahead and roll that damage. Hell yeah. 13. 13 damage? Yeah. How do you use pincushion this one? <laughs> just curb stomped. We're gonna just run at it. First spear thrust like hits it to the ground and then it's like moving slower and we're just gonna staple it into the ground and break the spear off into the ground and I lose my spear. Dexterity saving throw. Let's go! <laughs> Can I see it? Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, natural 20. Hell yes. <laughs> Hither cometh Yara. Hither come. Three fire damage as this thing bursts in a fiery nova. So two fire damage. That is two fire damage. And now these two guards make the same <laughs> I'm going to kill the guards. They both fail. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's on them for not being strong. Right. It's, this it's one, really their own fault. Already coated in fire trying to pat it out, almost gets one out, and then is just enveloped with the flames of this explosion (sighs) and falls to the ground, screaming, unable to pat himself out, just rolling and rolling and rolling in the muck until he stops rolling. Oh, so he's done, skis. Yeah, that one. Well, rip. This one underneath the smoke method who- my kill as well, so (laughs) I'm gonna take him. (laughs) (laughs) The smoke? The smoke thing and this guy who you just hear the sounds of ripping and tearing as it sits upon its <laughs> chest, they uh, are both enveloped in this flame and 
and then the screams uh, uh, of, of the man uh, somehow take on a new, more fiery Tumbra. And but is not dead? Not dead. Just sort of... Let's go! And it's difficult to tell as it is enveloped in this sort of smoke, but uh, he is uh, screaming on fire now as well as screaming from being clawed and clawed and clawed and clawed it's and okay. clawed. It's okay, Big Daddy. Woo! <sighs> All of that to say... Next in the order is this guard who is going to hurl this thing off his chest and stand up, wildly stab, uh, screaming, witchcraft, witchcraft! <laughs> They're fucking stormtroopers. Oh my god. I think he, tries, he, he, he tries to bull rush and actually sticks his, his spear into this uh, store this storefront. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say he was going to stick it in me. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, not that quite. was going to be an amazing... If it was a one, yes, but it was not. Uh, and uh, he he flailing now, flailing in, in, in panic and fear and, and not trying to pat out the flames, just sort of screaming and flailing. And next in the order is that boy, the one that he threw off his chest. It leaps to the side as his spear slams into the, the storefront, and he is going to move here. Attack of opportunity? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll from both, actually. Oh, no. 23 to hit. That's gonna hit. It's with my hands, though, because I said I broke my spear off into oh, the ground. cool. Love yeah. it. Yeah, we're, we're flavoring this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm gonna burn through weapons so fast in this game. It's gonna be like Breath of the Wild up in here. You know it. All right, uh, it's a d4. Five, nine, 11 points of damage. That is absolutely insane. <laughs> with your hands? With your fucking bare hands. And additionally, this... The bravest guard ever. Uh, <laughs> I need him to live. Yanks his spear out of the wall and just with a death scream, drives it directly into this thing's open mouth as it breathes in. Yeah. Dexterity saving throw, everybody. Okay. Can I see it? You can see okay. it. Am I in the range of this? 15 foot. Uh, no. Cool. That is going 21. to. That is going to pass. Who oh boy, this guy. No. Does not pass, no. and the smoke blasts into his eyes, and he is now blinded in addition to bleeding, in addition to ex extremely oh. fucking frightened, and also so he's just uncomfortable. burning. Yeah, uh, but he, he sort of tries to dig this, the spear into this thing's jaw even more. Next in the order is all of the other ones. <laughs> this thing that goes around you, just sort of cackling and, and, and steaming around you, the, these multiple figures... Oh, you're still here. <laughs> one to the left and then one to the right uh, as this thing is, is prancing around, giggling, but uh, affected by your spell. And you feel uh, all of a sudden a breath of air and it is slamming forwards with claws outstretched. How do you block it or dodge it? I just, if it's like jumping at me, I mm -hmm. just bash it upwards into the air with my shield. Just Boom. Tunk. And with its flying speed, it... <laughs> is now directly above you, these three separate figures blurring around you. Let's see what these guys do. Ooh, okay. From this building, you hear uh, a pained shriek and uh, the sound of tinkling ice. From over here, you just hear the careening around within the second floor story of this building. And we are back up in the order to McGowan. Great. Steam, smoke, ice, and uh, that one was dust. All right. First things first, I'm going to deal with the one that's right next to me before I could deal with any that's in a house or anything. So I'm going to bring the axe up, and I'm going to attempt to hit the one that's flying in 
the one that's flying over top of me. The steaming, cackling imp. The steaming, cackling one. If that guard's blinded, I'm going to try to use green flame blade. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Unnatural 20. Hits. The flame spreads and hits an adjacent creature, so I don't know if that would affect one of these duplicates or not. Uh, I'm afraid I can't say. Okay. This is a, uh, a cart full of lemons and other citrus, by the way. Oranges? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, and they look a lot shittier than the ones that uh, you've seen and you've seen on your desk. 16 from Green Flame Blade. 16 damage. You really fucking sock this guy. Uh, the, the cackling, hysterically gibbering thing that you've just punted up above your head with your shield. Uh, the, the green flames ripple down your battle axe, is it? Yes. And uh, you choose correctly, slamming it into uh, one of these three figures. Uh, it screams and writhes as green flames envelop its body. And where you would expect the flame to leap somewhere else, uh, to perhaps to another one of these figures, it doesn't. Okay. Oh, actually... It's slowed so it would not get an attack of opportunity if I leave. Yes. So I am going to make my way into the house where the ice one is that is closest by. You kick down the front door <laughs> and you are in the bottom. Yeah, I think it's a dye shop. Cool. And there are people uh, uh, cowering and holding uh, like bloodied hands uh, and holding bandages to themselves, shuttling away from the stairs which lead upstairs. Did it go up? Did it go up? Yes, yes, yes. Start running upstairs. Uh, uh, uh. And we'll say that that's as far as you get. You're at the foot of the stairs. Cool. Uh, next in the order, that would be Yora. Cool, cool, cool. Five, ten. Mm-hmm. And attempt to punch this creature recklessly. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, it's a 21. That's going to hit. Nice. <laughs> it's 11 points of damage. How do you kill this one? Either come, Yora! Just sensing a theme. I don't know if you're down for this, but like, I'll just throw it out there. Are you cool if I like just like palm its skull in my hand and drive it into this wall over here? Absolutely. Okay. So that's another five. Just uh, another five. Yeah. Boom. And uh, instantly it bursts into a cloud of smoke. Oh no, he's in it. Heavily obscured. He's also blind. <laughs> oh, <cool>. Awesome. <laughs> and that uh, is the end of that one. As it as it it doesn't even have the ability to speak. As you pick it up by a skull and then just fucking brain it against this wall, it explodes into smoke, dispersing tarry black smoke everywhere in this ten foot radius. What do you do? You still have uh cool. Both action uh, attacks and movement, I believe. Yeah, that's a problem though. I can see the dude that's on fire next to me, right? It is completely obscured. This is like darkness. It's like, just, it, you are in a cloud blind. of smoke. He's not just constant Wilhelm scream running around ablaze. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, shit. Speaking of which, found the Wilhelm scream in uh, Lord of the Rings last night. Two towers, Helm's Deep. It's in every one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I just saw that the other day, actually, like last week. 40. Does this guard have a weapon on the ground? Yeah. He has a spear. Cool. I'm going to pick his spear up and... Throw it at the at the oh other one. God, yes. Uh, just like a like a homing missile of like death, just j javelin. It. You use your free item uh, interaction to pick up this sphere, this spear, and hurl it at these uh, glimmering three figures. Yora finds a way. She does. <laughs> uh, twenty-two. Uh, yeah, that's gonna hit. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, this is well, it's the same as I've been punching. So eleven points of damage. 
Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. You've taken yes. two turns and killed two of these things. I think you just fucking bullseye it out of the air, and in a second, the blinking of, of the of the other two figures uh, blinks out as you choose the correct figure and nail it to this wall. Let's go. Um, is the dude next to me dead? Uh, no. Okay, cool, cool, I think cool. he's groaning and unconscious. He was right near the elemental Wake up and explosion. see this cool shit, bro. <laughs> uh, no, you're good. You can um, slap him awake. No. The woman is also groaning and unconscious. My, my, this guy's fucking dead. Do you see this oh, shit? can I, uh, since, uh, since I have a bonus action still, can I try and wake him up with a bonus action or is it an action? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, why not? I'm just um, going to kneel down and try and get another slap person him. in the fight. Medicine roll. <laughs> <laughs> Reckless? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the medicine of hitting. Hey! <laughs> Don't, not bad. <laughs> 17. I think you slap him and his eyes go Please from no. uncut. <laughs> I don't want to snap his neck. To still, like, really fucking unfocused, and but he's awake and he begins immediately Get to... Get up, there's work to be done. <laughs> and he, like, throws up an arm against you and, like, is either scrabbling at you or pushing you off. He doesn't seem quite sure. But he is awake. Your spear's over there. <sighs> Did the other one blow up? Oh, yes. Uh, as it gets pierced to the wall over here, you see uh, it explode in a cloud of superheated steam. And the wall has to make a dexterity check. Auto fail. And fails. And Rip. the wall is in, is in steam. Oh, cool. Upstairs, mm -hmm. you hear again uh, this thing's uh, mad gibberings this, and the, the, the tinkling of ice from upstairs. Uh, and you hear uh, a scream not of pain, but of uh, anticipation, and then uh, uh, a young boy uh, comes barreling down the stairs right past you, uh, shards of ice in his neck and arms, uh, just sort of pushing past you and falling on the ground next to you. Damn. Uh, and similarly, sounds of chaos from that uh, building across the street as that? well. I think so, yeah. The sounds of, of yells and, and smashing, and uh, uh, I think at one point a window breaks out from inside and just a gust of sand and dust pours out. What do you do, McGowan? You're at the foot of these stairs in this dye shop. I'm going to run up the stairs to try to get after this ice creature. Uh, I think you see another young boy hiding under a table as this ice creature dances and just madly cackles, rivulets of ice falling all around it. What do you do? Don't fucking rat me out, boy. I'm going to charge forward and leap up at the ice creature. Bonus action, my axe is going to begin to glow with more of a soft yellow light before being enveloped once more in the green flame. And I'm going to use Branding Smite and attempt to hit it with Green Flame Blade. 15. That is going to hit. That is 17 points of damage total. Oh my god. Combined fire and radiant and weapon. I think you, you catch it as it is dancing from chair to chair, from table to table. You send it spinning and the, this combination of green flame and radiant light uh, burns into this ice skin and literal drops of icicles and shards begin to melt upon contact as it goes screaming off, whizzing into a wall. Uh, great, next in the order is gonna be Yora. So I've heard chaos from both directions. Mm -hmm. Fruit that's, cart. That's fruits? Mm -hmm. Can I just Shit. barrel through it? <laughs> Give me athletics check. No. 20. Oh my god. What, do you flip it? You tell me. <laughs> I just assume I, like, I would like to travel in a direct line and there happens to be a citrus cart in the way. There does. I have rolled a 20 on athletics. Uh, can I just middle linebacker plow through this thing? <laughs> Absolutely. You just like 
Like, I, we can throw it some, but like, we're just going through. Fruit flying everywhere. The the smell of citrus, uh, usually not that good. Some of it going rotten uh, as you blast through. On my way in the building, can I grab the spear out of the wall? Uh, yeah, sure. Item interaction. <laughs> in the building. It is an empty lower floor. Okay, but I hear anything from upstairs? Chaos, and uh, I think the whipping of winds. Cool, I would like to use my action. Mm-hmm to dash to the upstairs and, and hopefully get in range of the other one of these creatures. An elderly couple, I think this is a, a tailor shop and uh, they are sort of holding themselves in a closet as this thing careens around the room, sand just whipping in a, in a horrible dust devil inside. Uh, and, and I think papers and manuscripts and, and cloth is just whipping around in this dust devil as well. Next in the order is this guard who I think is going to stagger out over here and fall down, clutching his throat and trying to hack out all the the smoke that he's inhaled. Next in the order are (laughs) these two things. First, the one, the creature made of ice, this small imp, this this devilish little fucker, uh, is going to... I'll be real mean. Oh, no. So the boy is under the table. Good night. <laughs> oh, rip. So he will have advantage to avoid this, but this uh, ice thing is going to breathe in and exhale a horrible, whistling, cold cone. Almost a cone of cold. Lordy. What do you roll as a deck saving throw? Lordy. Uh, shield can't help me on that one. But that's not... A 17? That is going to make it. Minus one got a 17? Damn, max damage. You take four points of damage as the, this cold just envelops you and shards of ice blast through and, and, and ricochet like bullets into the, the this expensive dye shop. And the boy has tipped over the table he's on and takes half yeah! damage as well. Yes. Screaming as ice cuts rivulets through his uh, shirt, uh, his, his well-made shirt and his pants, and blood blossoms uh, uh, from and, and staining the white linen. But he continues to scream and Let's is therefore alive. Let's go, little kid alive. that's gonna rat us out. Let's go. <laughs> Next in the order is Sandboy, yes, who uh, is going to do the exact same thing. Let's go, hit me. At you. I'm begging. Dexterity saving throw. Keep this rage up. Uh, that's 20. <laughs> this this blast of sand comes from this this whirling dust devil, this dervish. Uh, and you, what, you throw up an arm or you just, you're so strong, your eyeballs are strong. I think she throws up an arm just to like cover, her, like just avert the eyes really fast. And then when it's passed, like she's mm-hmm. dealt with a few of them using their little breathy bits. Yeah. So like when it's like, it's like, oh fuck no. And you do not take damage. Um, Hell yeah. I also think she's just gonna start laughing. <laughs> I, I think she's free. She is free. Like she's free and getting to do what she loves. She is a happy, happy lady right now. And it is your turn. Uh, no, now it's back to McGowan. It's directly in front of me now. Yeah, I'm gonna go for another green flame. Great. Give me a roll. Twenty-five. That's gonna hit. Thirteen points of damage. Oh my! C- Wait. It uh, is it again with the radiant? No, it wasn't a blind. It's fire. That's right. Wait, no, what? The green flame. Green flame blade, so it's fire. The fire burns across this thing, and it was already very injured. Now it is truly hanging on for life as you are cutting away icicles and bits, and it it is revealing that just this awful gray little body encased in ice, and it gurgles out at you, and like little shards of ice fly at you as you bring this battle axe through. I think you're pinning it to the wall. 
yeah. with this. I think that it's been flying in the air, hovering above, and I, with the green flame blade, just the axe makes contact and it gets pinned to the wall, and I'm just up in its face like, you little bastard. And it is continuing to scrabble at you as it is pinned to the wall, scrabble. just trying to reach its tiny little gray arms in this ice at your face. Just digging the axe in further and further. Is that your turn? Aye. Next in the order is Yora. I would like to, uh, reckless attack. Yep. This guy in front of me. With their spear. Uh, 17 plus 8. That's going to hit. I don't uh, think you guys have missed once. <laughs> nine points of damage. Jim. You catch it in the air as it whizzes over a uh, uh, a uh, stool. And second attack. 24. Yes, obviously. Um, And uh, 10 points of damage on that one. Oh my god. So all together, you brain it. Tell me how. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this means this could actually maybe happen. So hold up. What, the full, the full kill? Give me this guy real quick. You, you want to kill all of them? <laughs> Ready? <laughs> It's plausible. Let's Holy see how this shit. happens. Ready? I'm gonna, if, if we catch it the first time and it falls to the ground, then I'm just gonna grab the stool and just mash it into it until it's done. Dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. Can I see it? Yeah. <laughs> you specifically can. Uh, that is a 21. <laughs> and your eyes are too strong as this sand bursts <laughs> out oh, They just flex. It just fills this entire upper clothier's room. It is no more, having been beaten into dust. You said there's a window in the there's second bro- floor. I was just thinking that. <laughs> can I see across the way into this room where yes, this guy you can, is? Yes, it broke through a window as well. <laughs> you leave out the window. Can I throw the spear at it? Spear is a 2060 range. Uh-huh. So it'd be a disadvantage. Disadvantage. Go ahead and roll so disadvantage. Is it, even if it's reckless? <laughs> is no, my, that has to be melee. Is, Reckless has to be. I melee. don't think it is, but I will. I will. I will double check. I got it right in front of me, my dude. Melee weapon attack. Ah, oh, okay. So damn. It's disadvantage. Yep. Damn. Dinkleberg. <laughs> All right. Fuck. But yeah. Disadvantage. <laughs> what if I recklessly do it while jumping out the window? No. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's cool. I just. I, you know. I, I. I really want this to happen, but disadvantage. Uh. Because oh. he didn't get slowed, it's not going to happen. Uh, as a 10 to hit. It is not going to hit. Oh! Uh, I think it thuds into the wall directly above the two of you. Oh! Or can I go out the window? Yep. <laughs> Do you want acrobatics or athletics? Uh, I, or? I rolled fall damage if you want. One. Okay, cool. Halved. <laughs> Just do, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like that uh that roll yeah but it's a nine foot person roll yep. <laughs> you take one damage <laughs> uh-huh. you walk over the man <laughs> bodies are double <laughs> right um that one is alive oh and he's awake actually so yeah, yeah I woke him up and now that it's your turn he stands up after you trample him I help him up <laughs> you help him up. And he is leaning against uh, the 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 cart, and it's, it's not there anymore. That <laughs> it's there. It's just in pieces. I'm devastating this this map. Let's go. And he reaches for his spear, doesn't see it, pulls a knife out of his boot, and turns towards the woman. Next in the order is this uh, guard who is, I think, going to continue to sit there and just think about his life. The blinded one? <laughs> the blinded one. I think he's no longer blinded. Next in the order is this last you. ice fucker. I think he is going to leap, try to like squirm out from you and get down on the ground, shuttle through your legs, provoking an attack of opportunity, clawing its way towards the boy. Cool. 
I'm going to attack it with Green Flame Blade because I have Warcaster. Ooh, as a reaction. Bop, bop. Oh, shit, but it just scrambles away. You're kidding. I rolled a two. The axe buries itself into the ground, the floor. <laughs> this thing is, it, it buries its way into the into the floor, and the, the flame stays in the axe, and this thing begins to scrabble its way closer and closer to the boy, pushing its way past the this, this table that the boy threw down, and it is going to bring one claw up. That's a nine to hit. What is a commoner? Ten. A ten. I think it's ten. Baseline. I think the boy brings a table leg around and smacks it off to the side. Yes, boy! Oh my god. And it is now McGowan's turn as this uh, ice thing is, uh, is sort of scrabbled off to the side. Yeah, I get This thing has one fucking hit point. I get between the thing and the boy and I try to cleave it in twain. It's cleaved, I think. It's a 21 to hit. You kill it. I just, not even with flame this time, but just as it's scrambling around on the ground, I just bury the axe and it separates. Dexterity saving throw. And the boy makes one too. I, I'm between it and the boy. I don't know if that helps. Within a five-foot radius. I miss. It's a three. <laughs> you miss your deck save. I miss my deck save. This explosion of cold envelops the entire room in frost. And in this five-foot radius, the, the cold is extremely biting. It's extremely piercing as shards of ice uh, pulse out from this awful gray little body and into you for mm. eight points of ice damage. And also... The boy. No. He is bleeding. He is taken one directly to the center mass. Though this act of heroism has pushed the ice thing away, he is dying. And in the street, Ma'at reappears and says, The bastard. We shall require him. Where is the bastard? I've scooped up the boy and I'm running down the stairs with him like, He needs help! The boy needs help! Ah, the bastard. We require your assistance. Why are you carrying that carcass? He's not a carcass yet, but he's bleeding out. I'm trying to help this child. You wish to save this boy? Yes. You do not wish to give him burial rights? I wish to save his life. Ma'at makes a simple gesture with its hand and an orange appears where a hand would be. Give to him this. And calm down, bastard. There is much to do before the day ends. Just grabs the orange and tries to, like, give it to the boy if he's not <laughs> responding or whatever. It's frantic and it's desperate. He's not a healer of any kind. He has no idea. And if nobody else is doing anything. The pitiful, small coughs of, of wet blood pouring from this boy's chest. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. As you squeeze this orange juice, this the, just pulp the flesh and pour it into the boy's mouth. He calms, and you see a wound knit shut. Are you finished? Because, bastard, we must bury your rightful king. He's not even paying, like, it's all on the boy right now. If, like, seeing the wounds close up, I, I think that Ma just is white noise to him in this moment, and he just brushes some of the hair out of the boy's face, and he says, I'm sorry, I was trying to protect you. And I'm sorry. I must go now. And you lay the boy down.
I love my art. Me too. I love my art.